This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sportsbook. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And once again, this week, there are so many dope events and promos happening. Thursday and Friday, the 24th and 25th, the NCAA tournament is heating up. They'll be starting their weekend with a college basketball parlay. Put $50 on a college basketball parlay plus 500 odds or greater and get a $15 free bet if it doesn't hit. And on Sunday, the 27th, there are seven NBA games happening starting at 2.30. So bet $50 on NBA parlay plus 500 odds or greater and you'll get an extra $15 if your parlay hits. And did you know you can gamble with cash? You no longer have to wait on your sports book to send you a check. You won, and you can get your money right now with Action 24-7. Check out over 100 locations scouted around Middle Tennessee. Check out the link in the show description to learn more. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday for trivia and Thursday for bingo night. Tell them Pucks Out sent you. Here soon, we got to get back out there and host another bingo night. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Had, a, had too much of a blast there, man. But today, we are talking trade deadline, a uh, bunch of NFL trades, talking a little bit about the Eternals, got our games of the week, and much, much more. How you been this week, bud? Uh, great. I mean, tournament. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, you know, won, some, won some pretty good money. Um, other than that, you know. It's been a week, you know, yeah. this has been a week. I, you know, I'm excited for more basketball this coming up weekend. Yeah, so. for sure. I'm traveling this weekend to Florida for my sister-in-law's uh, wedding. Uh, going to be traveling. Going to have to get all my bets in before we leave Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to check out What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. Let's jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. There is a bunch to talk about. Uh, the 2022 trade deadline has passed, and there are a bunch. Uh, unfortunately, as Preds fans, we didn't see the one we wanted to see, which was the re-signing of Forsberg. But David Poyle has said that they are committed to keeping with each other. They just need to come to a price, and they will get it done during the offseason or hopefully before the yeah, if he wasn't If he wasn't traded, then, you know, we there's, there's yeah, still, still time. the opportunity to, to get that signed for sure. But so let's go down the list here. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes get Max Domi and Tyler Inamoto uh, from the Blue Jackets and the Panthers. Uh, <clears throat> the 
Vegas uh, gets John Moore and Ryan Kessler, uh, and Dadnov goes to the Ducks for a second round pick. Now, no, no, that not, one noting it, noting that that deal is currently under dispute yeah, by the NHLPA. Which, and NHL, and we, so. our, yeah, and so our, in our main topic, we're going to go over like best and worst of these. So we're going to, I do want to talk a little bit of that, uh, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Victor Rask goes to the Kraken for future considerations. Now, there is a whole lot. Are you reading all of these? I'm just going through some of the big ones. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Ricard Raquel to the uh, Penguins uh, for Aston Reese and some other people. Uh, let's see. Tampa and Sharks, not a big one. The Winnipeg Jets uh, and the Rangers. The Rangers get Andrew Kopp and a 2023 six-round pick. The Jets get some conditional round picks. Uh, some becomes a first if Rangers win two playoff series and Kopp plays 50%. Some other conditional stuff. And a player... Riley Nash heads to the Lightning. Uh, for our favorite player. Future considerations. Future considerations. Yeah, got it, got, you got to get his jersey before he leaves. You got to. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he's, you know, it's, he's played for every single team yeah. in the league. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about getting his jersey before he's leaves. He's, he's coming back, but yeah. he's already played there as well. My, uh, my wife's favorite player, Anthony Potato, goes uh, to the Sharks from the Rangers. Uh, oh, you mean Anthony Potato. Yeah, Anthony <laughs> Potato. Uh, <laughs> uh, looking through here. Uh, I like Tyler, uh, Tyler Mott from um, Vancouver to New York. Okay. Um, Canucks getting a 2023 fourth round pick. Nice. Uh, Capo Kakinen uh, to the Sharks from the Wild for a uh, pick and uh, Jacob Middleton. Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild from the Blackhawks for a conditional 22 draft pick. Second round pick becomes the first if Minnesota reaches, reaches the Western Conference final and Fleury accounts for four more wins in the first two rounds. It's a very specific. Uh, but yeah, that's a huge pickup. That's a technically a Vesna winning uh, goaltender. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I think Jacob Chitrin ended up not moving this year, did he? Uh, I'm not seeing him on the list. Yeah, so that's uh, I probably because of his injury. Uh, that, that really that sucks for him. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's the big ones. Uh, you know, and here's the thing: players can still be technically be moved. They just can't play for that team or in the playoffs if they get traded. So you just usually don't see it happen. Um, <clears throat> Leafs, uh, Leafs getting uh, Mark Giordano. Oh Colin yeah, Blackwell uh, is probably a big one. Twenty twenty two Kraken get twenty twenty two second round pick, twenty twenty three second round pick, and a twenty twenty four third round pick. Yeah, and I think the Preds oh, got Mark it. Biega from the Leafs they and did. Jeremy Luizano, Liguizano, Lasagna. I don't know. Oh, uh, Panthers. I don't know if you mentioned this. Uh, Jean Claude Giroux, Jean Claude Van Dam, Jean Claude Van Dam <laughs> as well. Connor uh, Bunneman, German. Rube Rube stuff and uh 2025 fifth round uh to to the Panthers and then Flyers get in return yeah. Owen Tippett and a 2024 yeah. first round and a 2023 oh. third round. Artery Lekkinen to the Avalanche. I like that one a lot. That's uh that's good for his value a whole shit ton. Hampus Lindholm and uh Cody Curran. I mean Lindholm was uh was a a great get for the Bruins. Yeah. Friend name he he Fetched a pretty hefty price too. I'm just noting 2022 first round, 2023 second round, 2024 second round, uh, Euro Vakanen and uh, John Moore for Hampus Lindholm and Cody Curran. Yeah. And Robert Hag goes to Florida. 
Uh, Claude, uh, did you already mention Claude Giroux as I well? Did. Okay, yeah, yeah you Brandon Hagel goes the Lightning. Uh, ben Chirot to the Panthers. So that's a big D man. Frank Vachano um, from the Panthers yeah, to Manson. the Rangers. Uh, and I think all a lot of this other stuff we talked about la- uh, last yes. week. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Yeah. So that about covers it for the big deals. A little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk about it best and worst and our thoughts on them. So let's jump over to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards almost as almost as big as the nhl trade deadline was all the trades and the transactions happening over in the nfl all-time great tennessee titan marcus mariota as some would say uh there are which is still surprising there are still marcus mariota mariota mar mar that's how you always remembered it. it's not mary okay well that's you mean call yeah. him whatever you want. He's just not wanted here you to, anymore. No, I just wanted you to be on <laughs> yeah, the up okay. and up on the name on the name. Yeah. Uh, Mariota. Uh, Mariota. Uh, uh, he's Hawaiian yeah. though. He's not. <laughs> okay. He's not Italian at yeah. all. I mean, right. maybe there's some Italian lineage, but just I don't think I really so. Maybe he was an Italian raised in Hawaii. Well, I mean that's possible, but I think he's like natively Hawaiian, right? I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know how to say his last name. I wouldn't know his genealogy. Mar- well, I mean, <laughs> I don't like think, I know. <laughs> you don't know how to say a lot of people's last names that you know their genealogy. You know, I, feel I, mean, like I don't know a lot of people's genealogy, to be honest with you. you. I mean, it's not very common, but I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying there's probably people that, you know, uh, that are, that you know, they're, you know, you know where they're from, but like, you don't, don't know like to how assume. to say their name. Like Idris Elba. Like a lot of people probably know he's, oh, he's English, but like, that's a weird name if you just saw it written out. It's a it's a stereotypically British name. Duh. So, oh my gosh, it's so stereotypically British. So stere- so stereotypically British. Um, yeah, uh, Marcus uh, Mariota to the Falcons on a two year contract. Matt Ryan to the Colts. I gotta say, honestly, when I saw that pop up, I was I was surprised that he yeah. that he left Atlanta um, for a 2022 third round pick. Deshaun Watson to the Browns along with a 2024 fourth in exchange for. 22 first round draft pick, 23 first round draft pick, 20, uh, a 23 third round draft pick, a 24 first round draft pick, and a 24 fourth round draft pick. I don't like that at all. That no. is, to me, that is way overpaying for, for Deshaun Watson, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know if the system is really like a Deshaun Watson type system. I don't know that I like it either. Uh, not that I'm sitting here saying that Baker Mayfield was the answer. No. But I mean that him not being the answer doesn't mean that you go and break the bank. Yeah. Um, I also honestly what I don't like and you know people can have their own thoughts and opinions on the matter. Personally, I am not happy with the NFL about how many teams you know a lot of people are uh shitting on the Browns are oh you went and got Deshaun Watson with all the off-field stuff going on. The hate should not be directed towards the Browns. The hate should be directed towards the NFL, which has built this system. They were all, the reason he got paid so much is because there was so much competition to try and get him. So many other teams wanted Deshaun Watson. And frankly, I don't like that. I don't think he should be playing in the NFL, but I'm not a GM. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster to the Chiefs. That's going to be dangerous. That, that division is going to be lighting it up. Uh, yeah. So those are some of the big ones. There were some other signages. Uh, uh, I think, uh, Cole Beasley got released. Uh, Julio Jones got released. I don't know if he's been picked up, uh, again. Yeah. There was a, there was a good bit of 
I mean, stuff that went down. I mean, yeah. it was a big, big weekend. Like, yeah, I Austin, feel like uh, uh, Austin Hooper got released from the Browns, and I think he got picked up by the Titans. Re, uh, yes, Hooper came yeah. to the Titans. I did remember that. Um, who else did you mention? Uh, oh, uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette got resigned. Resigned. Got they're getting the band back together in Tampa. Uh, did Dallas let go somebody? Who was it? Jamison Crowder to the Bills on a one-year deal. Uh, Von Miller to the Bills saw, yeah. uh, as well. I think that that's a, that's a great move. Uh, oh, Devontae Adams oh, to the yeah. Raiders. Oh, yeah, Devontae Adams to the, to the Raiders. Apparently, he, uh, a lot, apparently him, his relationship with Aaron Rodgers has just deteriorated over the past, which honestly, uh, I mean, if you go back several, maybe a couple weeks, I said, you know, when Aaron Rodgers starts doing the things he's doing, he's going to start singling out some of his big playmakers. And I said I wouldn't be surprised if they leave. I was not expecting Devontae Adams to up and leave. I mean, he really has. I mean, as far as stardom goes, really two guys. Uh, I yeah. Mean, so everybody else. I mean, now he has one guy and Aaron yeah. Jones. I guess A.J. Dillon could be argued for. And I mean, he has some quality receivers, but not anything to break the bank. I mean, I'm really interested to see what they do with their draft this year. Yeah. Uh, Matt Breida to the Giants. Lyle Collins to the Bengals. Uh, two days ago, a source said Robert Woods to the Titans, which would be. Ooh, that would be huge. That was Ian Rappaport. Uh, I don't know if anything has, has gone down with that. Uh, oh, uh, my, they re-signed Michael Gallup. Uh, Cedric Wilson re-sign, or went and si- didn't re-sign with them. He went somewhere else. Yeah. So uh, that's who you're, who you're probably thinking. Oh, Amari Cooper. Amari is, Cooper. Uh, to the Browns. Yeah, that was it. So. Okay. I guess I was looking for the, the Dallas Just logo. Just so next much. Name. No, literally yeah, so, much, so, has so gone, much happening. Has, has gone on. I'm sure we've probably missed some. But, uh, yeah, I for mean, sure. Uh, but yeah, so. We have plenty of time this summer to kind of talk yeah. about moves uh, when Some other lands. news. Uh, all the crazy drama that coming out of Jacksonville. It, like, so apparently when uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, the athletic reported that when urban Meyer got there almost immediately, the morale in the locker room started crashing after uh, some, some players said that he didn't understand that he was working with adults. The same thing that we judged him for and thought would happen is what happened. Yeah. And he gets there and he doesn't know who some of these stars are. Apparently they're getting ready for a game against the Rams. And he he says to his players, so who's this number 99 guy that I hear he might be an issue for us. You mean Aaron Donald, probably the, Biggest star nah, in the league, the defensive your, player of the year. Not doing your homework. I mean, he didn't know. He didn't know? know who Debo Samuel was. How do you uh, not know? How, how do you not know who every guy in the league is? I mean, just because purely based yeah. off the fact that it's your job yeah. to yeah. do it. Like, get some flashcards. Like, you need to learn people. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not even saying going into it. Like, he got hired because of his coaching skills. Or, I mean, quote I, unquote, I air right. quotes, coaching skills, his coaching skills. I mean, you don't. He doesn't have to come into the league an expert on the NFL. He's never been there before. Yeah, but a guy like Pete Carroll. But a guy like Pete Carroll came in and it was immediately successful. I mean, that yeah. is that is the. Uh, I don't. It's just the fact that he came <clears throat> in with this thought process that like he needs to look at the former regime there. I'm he's, a grown. He's up. following I'm up a boss. two-time Super Bowl championship winner, Tom Coughlin. Yeah, you can't come in here acting like you are some big dog that's going to just be the savior of this team. If Tom well, Coughlin couldn't be the savior of this team, <clears throat> don't think you will be, bud. I mean, it's it's why it's why and I brought him and bring him up again. Pete Carroll was successful and guys like Steve Spurrier and, uh, you know, Urban Meyer and uh, Nick Saban were not successful in it. NFL coaches 
because they didn't operate like that. They yeah. were they were the boss. They There's, were yeah. the, they were the you go from needs. being the head honcho all the time to being and not to mention apparently one of his issues also was that he didn't like the fact that some of his players got paid more than him. Like bro, like Dude, you that's don't have how, to get that's used how the business to. works. Like you, you, you'll, you can, you'll never win football games if you don't have people that make more money yeah. than the coach. Like, man. like there was another issue where he would insult, straight up insult his players. You know, there was an issue where one of the uh, University of Florida receivers uh, forgot a route on like the one of the first days of, of training camp. He went up to Trevor Lawrence was like, "Hey, you need to be careful with those guys that went to those Southern colleges. Their IQ ain't that great." And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like. Yeah, so he just he constantly just uh, bumped heads, you know, and that shit with not flying back on the jet. Uh, he and the thing is, I don't think some people are saying that, oh, he just didn't know any better. No, I think he did know better. I think he's just naive enough where he thought he was bigger than that, you know, because in college you can pull I shit like that and it can that. fly under the radar. You can you can cover stuff up in college. I agree. I in mean, the NFL, you're not covering this a, that shit up. This is a smart guy. Don't let let's not let's not be dumb. When the thing it when the thing that we sat here and said, you know, us two sat here and said months ago was going to happen happens like in it. This is, we're not genius, man. We just can see what yeah. has happened before to say to let to let him off the hook like that is naive uh, to assume that he just thought that he was better than that. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you completely on, on your on your take on it. I mean, I really couldn't have said it better. So. 100%. He's garbage. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, March Madness, let's move into our, uh, all right, okay, let's yeah, talk a little bit March of March Madness. Madness. Uh, it's been a really fun time. The Within, I think, a couple hours, my bracket, a lot of my brackets were busted. Uh, I mean, everybody. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, real quick, I mean, you brought it up before we talked about it. Thank you all for joining up on this yeah, uh, on our bracket go. cat. We got about now a lot of you guys have people. usernames on there. So if you do end up winning, we're gonna announce it on the show and on Twitter. You need to hit us up to get your prize because I'm yeah. I have no idea how to track some of you down. So just yeah, and yeah. I mean nor the nor do we care. I mean, yeah, I will give you your money if you let yeah. us know. Uh, but um, but you know, I, I my plans though. They don't allow for anybody else to get our money because I'm going to be winning this, dude. I still got I'm got Texas. <laughs> I, have, I, haven't, I haven't looked at the uh, update. How how are how am I doing? Um, probably not. Scroll great. down if we have enough time for me to scroll down that far. Or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not doing fantastic. I mean, you got 380 points with 980 uh, available. Yeah, um, I mean, rank 29 for Arizona. But if Arizona goes all the way. Could have a little solid uh, point. But you have Auburn winning and two people up top already have Arizona winning. So it's not. uh, I mean, it's always possible, Bob. I never want to say it's not possible, but um, technically I could come in seventh. You could. I'm I'm sitting up there with 430 points and a 12 and 1230 available. Um, Everybody above me. There's one, two, three, three more people with 430 above me and then two people with 440 above me. So I'm right there, yeah. but everybody has a higher available max. Yeah. I'm the only one with Texas Tech winning, though. We got a Purdue, we got a Kansas, we got a Gonzaga, and we got two Arizonas up top. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research because, you know, you never know when it's when, when you're when I'm thinking about something, I never know if it's true or if it's just recency bias. So I did a little bit of research and we are currently 
a little bit on track, maybe a little bit behind to have the most amount of upsets ever in a single tournament. Like total numbers. Total number, number. of upsets. Because yeah. at first I looked at the first round, there were... Uh, well, you know the best way to do it? I mean, I guess not the best way because no... But just to see, like, as far as, like, upset being the biggest wise is seeing the total number of in seedings. Seeding differences? Seeding in each round. Because yeah. because you're, the higher it is, the more upsets yeah. that there had to have been. So, um, I believe in, like, the... I had it written down. I believe in, like, the 90s or in the late 80s, early 90s, there was... Uh, the first round had, like, 13 upsets. It was insane. We... There was... On the first Thursday, they, we were on track to beat that. They had they had five. They needed six upsets on uh, Saturday. They didn't get that. However, they are on track to possibly have the most upsets because of the second round uh, throughout the entire thing. Uh, so that it is possible because there has been a lot of upsets. And I thought there seems to be a lot of upsets, but it was a little bit of recency bias. But we're on, you know, it could happen depending on how it happens, uh, you know, how it goes. Uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We both made a good bit of money on St. Peter's. St. Peter's, um, Richmond day one. I made, I mean, it started my whole tournament off. Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as like, I didn't care cause I could just lose money. I could throw parlays out. I, yeah. Um, uh, I had 25 bucks with a 64% profit boost on Richmond. Nice. One, like 189 bucks. Yeah. So like you start the tournament off like that day one with like five more games to go. So yeah, we both won a good amount of money on St. Peter's, uh, chat. I would have won so much money on Chad. Oh my God. Why'd you even bring that? Mm, that, oh, was, that, that was devastating. That was the, de oh, they, so Illinois only led for 24 seconds in that game. And it was the most important 24 seconds. The last 24 only seconds. One, only ones that mattered. Um, okay. So first round, who, what loss were you the most uh, surprised about? Well, I mean, I mean, obviously the 15s and twos, but, I'll tell you, UConn going down to me was the, I mean, New Mexico State played such a good basketball game to the point where I actually bet on them against Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so UConn going down uh, was uh, was pretty crazy to me. What about you, man? You have any that's just. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going through it right now. Um, let me give me just a second to scroll through. Yeah, UConn obviously was a huge one. I mean, UK, Kentucky. Yeah, St. Peter's. I mean, they played a good bat, but they Saint won Peter's, again. That's more they than that's a, a Cinderella game. thing. You know what's crazy is that UK and Murray State have never met before. They, you know, they're writing it up. They're writing up this yeah. tournament tournament meeting. I wanted a lot of money on the Murray State first round, though. I I, I took them pretty hard. Me too. I, I, I went hard on them. Um, I am surprised Akron put up much as a fight against UCLA as they did. Yeah. It looked ugly for UCLA in that first uh, in that first half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were right there. They beat St. Mary's more than they uh, beat. I thought Alabama, Alabama was going to show it better than did against Notre Dame. Notre North, Dame. North Carolina, I think, has probably been the surprise of the tournament. If you're if you're in talking not yeah. talking if you're talking about some blue blood teams, not the not the St. Yeah, Mary's. Yeah, I, I, I want a lot of money in UNC too, only because as an a, as an ACC guy, I have I'm I am always going to be biased for the ACC. Um, and seeing. I was like, you know what? I hate Duke with a passion, but seeing Duke versus North Carolina go against each other, <sighs> Coach K's last year, I, how amazing would that be? Just to, from a story I, and just a fan point man, of view. Man, you know that game was way closer than it than it looked. I had I, I had the the Michigan State spread plus six and a half. They covered. They had that the whole game. Yeah. yeah. I so the TTU Duke game. That's like a pick 'em game almost. 
do you do you think that that I think text text should be a little bit more favored than they are? Yeah, what I mean, I, I honestly don't know how to go on that. I mean, I'm, what action has the have the odds? I think it was right uh, the odds. I know the spread was plus one for Duke. I didn't see the actual odds. Oh, uh, so so Texas Tech is the favorite. Yeah, team. but like when it's a one point in basketball like that, might as well. It's almost no, over. it's a pick 'em for sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I was just saying I didn't know if it was like oh Duke is like you know uh, favored by a good bit because of who they are. So I mean. I'm, I obviously have been big on Texas Tech, so I would lean that way. I, I was not impressed by Duke. They did not. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they sometimes they just know how to get it done, though. That's the thing. Sure. Like they can get it done when it's not pretty. Yep. Uh, so right now, uh, Duke is minus one at plus one, uh, minus 105 on the money line. So, yeah, that's uh, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I think I might be. throw a little bit on Duke plus one. I'm not. I mean, at minus one ten versus minus one to five, maybe see what an alt line is. See if I can maybe find a plus three and a half by a couple points. Yeah, I'm um, gonna smash. I'm. I'm gonna smash on that Texas Tech money line. Probably. Yeah. It's probably just where I'm landing. Um, just on the thought process of it. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. St. Peter's is plus six fifty. I've got. I. I put some money on them again. Uh, money line. Just ride them. See what happens. Yeah, I may I may have to do that as well. Uh, UNC versus UCLA. How do you feel about that? Oof, I mean, that's I think tough. I'm going to take the UNC plus 110 money line. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to not go North Carolina with the two shows that they've put on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mendel will be back. I mean, the only reason that they they that game even became close was because he got kicked out on the technical. Uh, I mean, they were dominating that basketball game. Uh, Baylor made a great comeback. I, I hate it because I've been higher and all my brackets are going to be higher on a, on UCLA. Uh, I don't think that there's any way that yeah. they can beat North Carolina. Iowa State, Miami. I like Miami. This one. Yeah. Miami showed uh, on Miami looked good against Auburn. Miami looked, looked good against Auburn. They looked good. Um, the game before that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I would, I would lean towards Miami myself. Yeah. Um, this game, I don't think it's going to be nearly as close as everyone. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Arizona, Houston. I think Houston keeps it real close. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm like a lot of people are disagreeing with the sports books. They have Houston at plus one and a half people online. People are saying that Arizona is just going to blow Houston out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona wins, but I could definitely say you can go into overtime. This is, these are two very good teams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't get to the sweet 16 and yeah. you're bad basketball. I mean, there may be a blowout or two here, but that's just basketball and just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas-Gonzaga, that is a game I think that Gonzaga could run away with. Yeah, I'm just not... Uh, I don't know if I like really a minus sold. nine and a half, but yeah, I like I a mean, minus four and a half, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they just know when to turn it on. I mean, their game against uh, Memphis, they were down 10 at half. Yeah. <laughs> and won by and won by four, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a close battle. Uh, Georgia State, they were right there at half and then they took it off. But it was why they lost against Baylor last year. They can't do that. They yeah. really need to you turn gotta, you gotta the come game out of the on. gate swinging in this. You can't rely, you can't, you can't hope for, you know, to have some, you know, Mike's juice or something like that at halftime. Uh, Michigan Villanova. I, th- I at first I thought Villanova was gonna run with it, but Michigan looked good. Michigan looked good. I think Villanova. Yeah. I mean, I think Villanova that. takes it. I might take, I think I'm going to take the minus five on that. All right, let's move in uh, to our main topic of the day. Best and worst of the trade deadline for the NHL. Starting off, we're going to talk about one thing I think is just horrible, not worst value wise, but the Dadnoff situation. 
imagine being Evgeny Dadnov, you know, the one place you didn't want to go in your contract was the Ducks. So he had, here are his two options, not really his options, the, the two outcomes, because it's not up to him, it's up to the NHL and the NHLPA. Either he has to go to the one team he didn't want to go to, or he gets stuck on a team that try that you know gave gave you away for what uh, a second round pick you know, gave you in a second round pick yeah. away for some players like that it's not a good situation the knights really screwed that situation up by not doing their research and find, figuring out where i mean even the cap friendly website knew about it and but i had it i had it on the terms so that's just bad bad policing from uh vegas on that yeah one of the bads for me would have to be all that was given up for for Hampus Lindholm, <laughs> and uh, and I'm not a fan of the uh, Preds right. uh, pick of the what Preds gave up for uh, Loazon's a second round pick. Even though we have a couple second round picks, I don't think getting another depth D man is something that we needed for that price. Right. Um. This is a guy who is statistically not good who has always underperformed at every team he's been on. And I don't know why David Boyle believes that he'll suddenly pick it up. This is one more big guy who can beat people up. We got Tanner Janot, man. Tanner Janot is now the number. He leads rookies in goals and leads the league in uh, fighting minutes, fighting majors. <laughs> he, he just hit 100 PIMs for fighting. So this Cody Kern guys, I mean, he, I guess he's a, he's a rookie. I guess he's, you know, potentially some sort of big time. I mean, he's 32 years old, so he can't he can't have been something, you know, too, too big. I mean, I'm just trying to justify. I guess I just don't get it. That's just a whole lot to give up for Hampus Lindholm and a 32 year old rookie. Yeah. A first, a first, second. a second, a, a first two seconds and two D men. I mean, does that not seem a little there odd? There has to be something there that we're not seeing. I mean, pro- I mean, cap. Maybe they had to move it, but like, what is what? Yeah, what is the, I don't know what the cap situation was for them, but I don't maybe know. to resign Marshan or some other big name. Maybe I mean I don't know. Yeah, I, so that's one I didn't I didn't really like. Uh, second of all, I really liked the Ricky Racks to pink the Penguins. I mean, I don't like it for the terms that I think it makes the Penguins better, but I I, I figured we were just doing. Hey, this is a good trade yeah. for this team. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ricky Racks to to uh, Pittsburgh really sucks and is a really great move, I think, in my mind. Yeah. Do you think the Rangers overpaid for Andrew Cop? No, it. no, not for two, not for a con- not for two conditional second rounders and a fifth round pick. Yeah. I mean, I like Andrew Cop. I think he could. Uh, yeah, I like I, it. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, don't I'm kind of on the fence about. It. I think I think it's a decent trade. Um, I don't think it necessarily is great. Don't think it's horrible. yeah. It's nothing, nothing to write home about. I think it's worth going after it, uh, going after a, sh- a chance for it. Yeah, I mean, we can we can say flurry to the to the wild is a decent decent play. Yeah, uh, I, that, mean, I think it's about time he got out of there. I did not like that matchup of uh, flurry in Chicago at all. I just don't think they worked. Um, I think the to me what comes out as the blockbuster trade is the Mark Giordano and Blackwell uh, to the Leafs. That's yeah, yeah. I don't know about them. I don't know about blockbuster, well, but in terms of like, ones, like yeah. there, there is no PK and Shea Weber d- deal. I mean, maybe Mark Andre Fleury would be the blockbuster one this year. I mean, well, not- I'd say Giroux maybe okay, going because yeah. there was a there was a lot involved in that. Uh, I mean, apparently Hampus Lindholm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's fetching huge prices. Uh, Yarn Croak to the the Flames. I mean, we know a little bit more about Yarn Croak than a lot yeah. would know. 
Um, Joins his cousin up there. In, in uh, Panthers, I think, had a good trade. You know, I think I, I mean, as far as who the player who they got, I think the Rangers had a good day, a good good trade deadline as well. Yeah, and I like Owen Tippett. I've got him in a couple. Uh, I picked him up. You know, I kind of stream him every once in a while in some fantasy leagues. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, the Flyers get a good guy with that. Yeah, um, but honestly, I think the biggest, the the best trade for any team came way before, and we've already talked about it. And I think that's to Foley to the Flames. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think for what the teams needed, I like Ricky Rex to Penguins or uh, to Foley to the Flames. Honestly, it's uh, not been a, it's not been a, a it hasn't trade. been the, you know, I mean, I think it was really, really overshadowed between the MLB lockout and then all the moves in the NFL over the past week. <clears throat> it's honestly the literally the worst time we could have had a, a trade deadline Mixed discussion with because with March Madness and yeah. all of the <laughs> stuff that's going on in football. I mean, we're going to talk about it because, you know, we started this as a as a generally hockey podcast. Yeah. But I mean, it's not been uh, not been super exciting for sure. For 100%. All right, guys, hit us up on Twitter and let us you know, let us know what you think is the best and worst of the trade deadline. Uh, I want to hear all your biasism and how your team got screwed or how your team did the best. I know the Islanders are were dead set that they were getting Forsberg. They're like, we're the only ones that can afford them. Just go ahead and send us. People already started like buying Forsberg Islanders jerseys and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, got to love it. Uh, I feel do feel bad. Some people uh, started buying like the Dadanov, uh Ducks jerseys and stuff. I- yeah, I don't. You stupid <laughs> idiots! Like, until he plays a game for you, bro. Like, and especially Dadnov of all people, like a guy that's notoriously just been like, dude, I'll just go back to Russia. The only yeah. reason, the only reason this dude is not back in Russia right now is because he probably can't go. Yeah, <laughs> there's no He'd games. Get drafted. There's no games. Like he would be in a war. Yeah. Okay, so. All right, let's move into games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All righty. A little bit of a score update. Once again, we tied. I believe this is the fourth week in a row that we had the same. We both went two and three. So literally over the past month, nothing really has changed. Nothing has changed. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm creeping on. I'm, a, I'm seven games behind. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good number. I mean, that's a that's a tough number. We're as, yeah. as many. But weeks eventually, as we keep but if we keep tying, it's going to end with you seven. games. No, behind. that's what I'm saying. That's a good number. I mean, that's a good yeah. lead for you to be holding where we're at in the season. right Yeah, because that's I mean, a, that's that's two weeks uh, that I mean, because even if, uh, you know, we both because we, I mean, the maximum I can beat you in a week is by five. So yeah. I can't even if I sweep a week and, yeah. you, and you lose every yeah. game, I'm still two yeah. games behind, I'm sitting there which with makes a two it possession hard. lead. And I just got because just got to kill the clock because the only competition is ourselves. There is no I can't I can do nothing to stop. I can do yeah. nothing to play defense against you. You can do nothing, nothing to play defense against me. No. Uh, I mean, it's definitely possible. Yeah. I, I was I was up by well, well more than this at about the same yeah, time last and season. And you made a real run like uh, like I was even doing OK. <laughs> and like yeah. you were right there to the point where I think I outside you're like, oh, I'm not worried. But it, I could tell you like, in the oh. inside. Oh, I was worried. I was worried, man. <laughs> I was going to ruin my record here. Um, but I. What do you got on Thursday? I'm I've got the first game two on teams. Thursday, one so. is one. One of these teams is trying to keep their place in second. And the other one is fighting for that wild card. I got Vancouver versus Minnesota. Minnesota. They just had some great pickups. I'm taking Minnesota uh, over Vancouver. I like it. Uh, I went with the Predators Golden Knights uh, Thursday, the 24th at 9 p.m. Predators going out out west. 
Uh, I'm going with the Predators. They've been playing really good hockey. Uh, you know, a lot of distractions uh, around uh, Vegas right now. So I'm going to go with the go with the the hot hand and go with the Preds. All right, on Friday, uh, haven't picked yet. I'm going to take. Oof, there's like all the other ones are. You know, I want to see what these new guys do there. I'm going to I'm going to take Colorado versus Philly. Um, I think let me see where that's being played. Not that it really matters, but it's in playing in Colorado. So I'm going to take the abs over the the Flyers. You know, I really need the Flyers to win for my water bet. But I think (laughs) Uh, Friday I have Penguins playing the Rangers. I really like some of the moves the Rangers have made. Uh, I like the move the Penguins have made, but I feel like it's going to take Ricky Rack's a little bit more time to get acclimated rather than some of the moves that the Rangers made. I'm going to take the Rangers Friday the 25th at 6 p.m. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that one. Um, on Saturday, or why don't you do your Saturday one first? Yeah, this sure. Up first. Um, I got the I got the good old fashioned fun rivalry. Uh, May, uh, original six Maple Leafs playing the Canadians Saturday the 26th at 6 p.m. Always prone to drop a game, but I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs. I don't think that uh, I need to be making big risks here down seven games. Uh, Next year, maybe when I need to when it's all about the money, you know, which I'm excited about. I'm excited about to see who who can make more money or lose more money. (laughs) We might just lose all the money every week. But I mean, we would be we we would be up. Yeah, probably we'd be up. Well, we pick some big favorites, though, generally, yeah. as yeah. a general rule. Uh, all right. So on Saturday, late that night at 9 p.m., Edmonton versus Calgary. I got the Battle of Alberta. Ugh, this one, I mean, on paper, Calgary is the better team. I'm tilting here a little bit. I thought I knew it when I came in. Taking Calgary. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Uh- <laughs> Uh, I would have gone Calgary. Yeah, so, you just yeah. never know. No, so, no. Yeah. I mean, Edmonton can absolutely win. Calgary got shut out by Buffalo this, uh, this week. So you just. So Sunday, I guess mine could be first. I guess it really depends on what you're ultimately going to pick. But I'll go ahead and do mine while you look for your Sunday game. Avalanche playing the Wild Sunday, 327 at, uh, at 5 p.m. This is tough, tough because playing at Minnesota. Ah, it's t- I'm gonna go with the Avs. I think you just you just you just gotta go with the the hot hand uh, in general. Yeah. So so a couple hours before that, you can catch mine. I'm taking Islanders versus Tampa, uh, and I so badly want to take the Islanders uh, for them to win a matinee game at home. I just don't think they have it in them. Um, oh, you know their last five. I mean the Islanders are you know four and two. But, you know, they, they but so uh, Tampa, Tampa's been not playing great either. You know what? I'm sticking to my I'm taking the Islanders over Tampa. OK, I don't hate it. I mean, they yeah. played they're, they're a lot different hockey team than they were. Uh, all right. Monday, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that one first. Carolina versus Washington. It's going to be a great game. Washington's been struggling a bit. Uh Hats off to Ovi for tying Gretzky for the most 40 goal seasons. Let's see if he can get one more next year. This is in DC. I think Carolina goes in and uh, wins it. Not a lot of great games on Monday. You took the obvious best one. Uh, So I'm going to take another. uh, I'm going West Coast with it. Kraken playing the Kings. 
Monday the twenty eighth at nine thirty. I'm gonna go with the Kings. Yeah, uh, you know, can't be, of all their players. Can't can't really uh, can't really be be throwing out big risks like yeah. you. Um, so yeah, the uh, the Kraken really have. I mean, they're really hitting that reset button right right from the beginning, right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. But all right, let's move into our joke of the week. The weird, Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't- Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. You know, I know this feeling sometimes. Sometimes the hardest job in the world is just being a fan of a bad team. Whether it's a you know like me, where you're a Washington football team fan. Or around here, you're a Tennessee Vols fan. Or sometimes you, you're, at any, I guess, technically a fan of any Tennessee team. Your heart's getting broken all the time. They, right. it's always te- it will always tease you. Um, but especially hard for Ottawa Senators fans. Uh, coming out of the CBC News, the Ottawa, Sen- Ottawa Senators fans in American Midwest sometimes wonder why he even bothers is the headline. Uh, Kale Bear. <laughs> from ashland kansas uh tweeted honestly rooting for the Sens could easily be a top five worst decision i've ever made i'm from bleep kansas even though the article went on to say where he's from even though they bleeped that uh <laughs> well he's probably oh, okay i yeah. think it's i think it's probably he uh, an expletive oh would hmm. be my guess i'm from in kansas buddy you know it would be my yeah. guess. i mean that's Maybe. more you know he's saying he said usa nobody says <laughs> i'm from kansas usa if they're talking about their city too like <laughs> well what if you're from paris uh tennessee just gonna make people need to know that you're you know from the paris tennessee and tennessee you don't USA. have the, you don't have the internet <laughs> uh he said honestly rooting for the sense could easily be a top five worst decision ever made i'm from bleep kansas usa why did my dumbass decide to cheer for a team in ottawa canada 15 years ago i was a child i didn't know any better uh his tweet got the attention of some sympathetic sympathetic local sense fans as well as cbc's radio ottawa morning um, the Ottawa Senators obviously aren't a great team right now, but if you look back over the last 15 years that I've been rooting for them, there have been some fantastic years. He ended up t- saying them. Uh, he cited uh, rookie uh, goalie Andrew Hammond's the Hamburglar run in 14-15, uh, the unsuccessful 2017 playoff bid, and the uh, feel you there, bud, and the tail end of the pizza line of Alfredson, Heatley, and Spezza. Uh, <laughs> it's just <laughs> my favorite part of all the tweets responding to him. I didn't know there were fans yeah. from outside of Ottawa area. You might be the only one. Our Neo. Neo. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, I'm an hour outside of Ottawa and I feel I've made the same error. <laughs> uh, could could have done worse. Imagine the heartbreak you've chosen the Leafs. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing our suffering. You have been seen as a, as a Fairweather fan in 2007, uh, but you could have proven your uh, heart over the past 15 years. Yeah, and I'll tell you, okay, so what's your team that you've, you know, you picked, and I don't know if you're like me at all, but I mean, mine happens to be, which kind of sucks, really, ultimately, because it's uh, something that I don't get into as much as I wish I would get into. I'm I'm an Everton fan, and, you know, again, this guy is at least, you know, they're showing this stuff on his TV at, like, normal time. Everton's a far way away. I could easily just give it up. I yeah. Have, I, all, all I all I have to do 
is unfavored to them in my score yeah. app. That's it. That's well, it. They're no longer a favorite so team. There's so. a funny story, uh, and I'm going to keep it in British uh, British football. Is a I'm a Manchester United fan, which one point Bats. great. Well, in my lifetime, they haven't done much. Not a lot, but you've yeah. always still got that air of yeah. It's mm, like being a Yankees fan. You know that the the, 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 well, the, the medal's there. The medal's there in the in the cabinet, and you can always say, "Yeah, but look, you know, yeah, exactly, uh, you know." And then look I, what I helped. I don't know if do. I ever told you the story about how my phone thinks I'm a huge Doncaster fan. About five years ago, I I wanted to keep up on one score of a game. That's it, just one score. I don't even know why. Um, I wanted to keep up a score of a Doncaster game. This is when they were in the Premier League, by the way. And my phone at the time, Google was like, "Oh, you're a Doncaster fan. I'm gonna make sure you get all the alerts for Doncaster." They then uh, took away that the phone's ability to do that. But so I'm grandfathered into my phone, giving me Doncaster <laughs> updates and I can't remove it. I know I have five years now. Every time Doncaster football. Well, why are you not their fan? Then? Oh, like, I've become their fan, <laughs> but they lose it. I haven't yet to see them win a game in like four years. They've been relegated like three times. That's even better. <laughs> so That's I'm just like, better. all right. So every time and like, it's always up in my notifications. Like, here's the, here's the live score of the Doncaster game. But eventually they're going to be playing in like some Kroger parking lot and you're going to get to go see them <laughs> yeah. because nobody's going to, because they're going to be relegated so they might, far Eventually down. it might be like, uh, it might, honestly, I might get into an Apple TV show and they might hire me as the coach. That's it. <laughs> you can be, that's but super legitimately funny. though, I mean, being a Washington football team fan, uh, now uh, Washington that's Commanders. different. You were there. You, you I was grew up into with it. it. You were born into that. That doesn't count. That's what we're saying. Is that like, yeah, this but guy, I could have easily have chosen Baltimore. I could have said, I could have been like half my family said, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to just pick Baltimore. Yeah. But again, it wouldn't have been any different because yeah. it was in the area. That's, that would have made sense. Like, you know, this guy, Kansas, I mean, he was probably, he's, he's so much closer to St. Louis. So like, this is not a geographical a geography thing. He decided to be an Ottawa Senators fan. So like, there's gotta be a team. I mean, there may not be, you can just say there isn't, but like, you know, you know it sucks to be a Washington Bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're wrong yeah. in that regard. But it's not. It wasn't like you forced to do that. For sure. I'm looking to see where the. Yeah. Can, yeah. Kansas is definitely closer to St. Louis. I always forget where Kansas is on the map, and I'm like, yeah, that's below. That's, that's, that's right near Oklahoma. To, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is. It's. It's. It's funny how fandom really just kind of controls our lives sometimes, and we really, as especially as a gambler, I really have to work hard to block it out of my head sometimes. Oh, you know, not me. It, I unsuccessfully did it when the Preds played the Leafs. It paid off. I want a crap ton of money. Well, but if you think you're going to win the money, look, I bet on the Preds too. Some people say something dumb like, don't bet on your team. Like, yeah. uh, don't bet on your team if like you just like have don't, hopes and dreams yeah. that they're going to win. Like, But like, I legit like, and you know, the thing is the Leafs were favored by one and a half. Regular. I, Regular hockey season is a different animal, yeah. everybody. Yeah, right? I went in and I said, you know, I'm not only am I going to take the Preds money line, I'm taking the alt line of Preds minus one and a half. Yeah. And it, got, it was scary there for a minute, uh, yeah. but it ended up paying off. Uh, but yeah, so great uh, discussion on that. Uh, let's move on now to our pop culture segment. We're not quite yet back to the summer of Bond. Maybe we'll wait. It, it's 75 degrees in Tennessee right now. So we'll kind of soon enough. Yeah, maybe. soon enough. Uh, uh, we're talking the Eternals. MCU, I saw it in theaters when it came out on release weekend. I didn't. Super glad that I didn't. Um, just from watching it, it was separately. okay. It was absolutely it okay. It I wasn't didn't hate bad. It. I did not hate it. Um, I'll tell you what, we did not get enough of Angelina Jolie. Uh, yeah, I didn't like no way. the way they took her arc. No, not at all. Yeah, um, 
just I, I I feel like that was a lot of it. I just didn't like the handling of. I wanted to see. I would have liked to see her full power in it. I felt like she was. Yeah. She should have been the strongest one of them. And it was kind of like when Hulk disappeared um, in Endgame, kind of. You didn't really get to see him fight much that they just, I don't know if they were just like, well, she's too strong, so we're not going to. Yeah, and I feel like there was like a whole lot of like introduction into stuff. Like that's the worst part about Eternals to me is I think it's introducing a lot of stuff it into the been world. It should have been a two-part movie. should have been, and, and you know, and like, or even like the celestials being like a just a side little yeah. like mentioned somewhere beforehand yeah like, i have no telling pro- me yeah. thor doesn't know about the celestials yeah, like that's why all these people issue. doesn't know and you know about hell john snow made a great point where the fuck were you guys when thanos yeah. was here yeah like oh we can't get involved and as a comic book fan i know thanos is half uh whatchamacallit uh what celestial is, no not half celestial uh, uh titan titan oh well, he's half titan and then half whatever the things they're supposed to be fighting i forget the word uh <sighs> <laughs> yeah no but i mean so like uh, you know and i get it i get that there's stuff that you're gonna have to incorporate in that you didn't really mention in the first place but like i don't know it's just uh deviant thanos is half, deviant, thanos, deviant, yeah. thanos is half deviant which is why he's the mad titan so in the comics yeah he is part uh uh you know deviant so you guys should have been there to help against thanos um it yeah. just seems yeah it it as well put together quote unquote well put together as the mcu is uh, if you had told me that this was part one, Eternals part one, or they had mentioned them maybe in one of the TV shows or like, you know, something like that, then I could get on board with it. But it just felt very, hey, we want some money. Boom. Here you go. It really did. It, that, I, I agree. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't like the feel to it. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. No. And, and honestly, I will say I 100% agree that it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. And part of me liked that. I like the fact that Marvel showed that they don't have to follow the same um, recipe for a movie because it, like like we said, it wasn't a bad movie. I think now question for you, if this was not an MC movie, say this was just a movie that ha- and they then would, would you still think it was just OK? I mean, yeah, I probably go, would think it was in, worse. Going in, okay. <laughs> I would think it was worse. It was just more of me not liking a movie. Yeah. Like I like what it means to the whole yeah. overall story. And which is yeah. why I can get into the now MCU. I do like them now again massive spoilers it's been long enough I like them introducing the Black Knight I like them introducing Blade yeah um, that's sure. dope John John Snow's character uh, I'm excited to see where he goes yeah and I mean see I mean I mean you know before we started the the our Marvel discussions and series I'd really watch none of them so I mean it's not even that like I just never really watched them because I didn't really care but they have this full story and we wanted to do it. And so I'm interested in that, that them as a piece of the world. And I just feel like I got no real, real additions to the Marvel world. Yeah. And I feel like it more it feels took like, away stuff. It, it feels like they're building a parallel story to right. what we know and what they've been building. On. Right. Like what's happened now, obviously, they might bring it in. Maybe Thor will be like, oh, yeah, this list. Was, I know. Like, oh, why did but they, now they bring him now, up? Now they did bring up Thor at one point. Thor was brought up. So they now they they clear Thor must know who they are because they talked about Thor. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. He like, was like, oh, like, yeah, I played with Thor when he was a little baby. So like maybe oh, they right. so in that, and then maybe because, you know, Maybe we find out that Thor to maybe maybe in his mind, he's told that the Celestials are like fairy tales. So maybe he's like, why would I, sure. you know, that's like would be talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to see how they sell it. It was just not. I don't know. I just 
the pacing wasn't was off to me. Like the fight scenes pacing. were not fun to me. Yeah, fight scene scene didn't seem great. I mean, like we we I came from watching Shang Chi to you know great, watching yeah, watching watching those fight scenes and watching the pacing be appropriately on point. So this is not a this is just a I just didn't you know I don't know like the color you know, like I don't know if like it was like the coloring of the show like it was just almost like a. Like I was supposed to be on like an acid trip the whole time watching it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what did you think about the acting? Well, I mean, great. I mean, from what the, uh, it was dialogue based was seemed mostly my problem. I mean, you know, Rob, uh, Rob Stark, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, being there, I thought he was, uh, was a it, good, good. Um, Kumail, Kumail Nanjani was amazing. Amazing. I, think, I, I loved his character the most. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. I, I didn't he, like really, I didn't really like Cersei. And her actress, uh, I thought she was yeah, the weakest I, of the group. I think she sure. is, is supposed to be the weakest. I think of the of their power levels, I believe Cersei is the no, weakest. no, 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 no. Just the acting oh, was acting. the weakest uh, of the of the main ensemble cast there. Um, you know, I didn't like Druid's acting. I didn't. I don't think he. I didn't really buy him as his character. I just didn't his like Druid was uh, the uh, was the one that was, was like mind controlling. Was mind controlling people. He was a little guy. I think he's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Angelina Jolie played. I mean, she, she the acted. Little, was it a girl? Was it a little girl? I th- no. I was upset. No, that, no, no. Uh, no. That was. Um, I don't remember now. Uh, may, yes, I think he did portray himself as that. Yeah, yeah. He was able to show himself as that every once in a while. Uh, he was the one who went on to mind control people. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's so high. It's been a little bit. I didn't yeah. like rewatch it. I'm just going to pull up the picture. Um, oh, the one that was on his own that kicked, yeah. it, kicked it by himself. Oh, and what's his face uh, from Atlanta? Uh, I thought he did a really good job. Um, Mar- Marhashala Ali? I believe so. Wait, no, he wasn't in it. He just played Blade. Uh, Fastos. Uh, Brian, yes. Brian Henry. Yes. Yeah, Fastos was good. Um, Don Lee played uh, Gilgamesh very well as well. Yeah. I mean, I, again, the actors and yeah, I'm interested to see great. what they do with Star Fox. I think Star Fox is Thanos' brother, with uh, Harry, Harry Styles. Love Selma. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, always, not, you yeah. know, what's up? What's good with you? <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, OK, movie. I mean, I'm sure if I was inter- in, in, interested in the eternal storyline more, maybe I'd like it a little more. It's not for me. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see where they go. Um, but most of all, I'm excited for Black Knight and Blade to come out of this. I'm excited for Moon Knight. Moon Knight's gonna be really good. That's a yeah. what is a six Oscar mini series. I want to say, yeah, Oscar I, Isaac. Yeah, I'm uh, Kenobi's excited. coming out soon. You're gonna be watching Halo. Hell gonna be yeah, watching March Halo. 26, uh, I think, yeah, twenty fourth, two days. Yeah, two days. I will be. I don't know if it's like a midnight release or when how it releases or like what I, is it's it Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah, I, I've got it. I'm sure I have that somewhere. Yeah, I, I have so many things in so many places. I never even know anymore. I always have to make a couple calls to figure out what I'm supposed to do to log into what. Hmm. Uh, but all right, guys, um, maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about Halo. Maybe we'll get back to Summer of Bond. Don't really want we'll to. See. We'll see we'll what see. happens. We'll, uh, see. we'll keep it loose. Uh, let's move on to questions from the Internet. You've got one for us today. Yeah. Uh, what hair color do they list on your driver's license if you're bald? Was it just like the. I would assume none, right? Is that an option? I don't know. I mean, again, I, you, I, I mean, I, I didn't research it before. No. I'm sure there's an answer. There's bald people, Bobby, and they have driver's license. So, like there's an answer to it. I'm just saying, like, do you do it your old hair color, like what it was <laughs> when you had hair, or? Uh, just so I can, because now I'm. I mean, I'm never even thought about that, but it's super interesting. So, 
You can choose bald. Is a color. You can choose bald. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. that answers that. Yeah. Questions from the or internet? Your bra- or your Answer. eyebrow color. Ooh, see? What if you got alopecia, though? You yeah. just put on there, alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit long, but uh, yeah. Um, how about, uh, let's move on to this or that. Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right. What's another one you got? Oh, yeah. And I guess we got to kind of throw some. You know, specifics on it, but free travel for one year or free lodging for five years. First question, free travel. Um, does that include gas to and from places? Yeah, I'd have town? to say. I would have so does to that say. mean lodging counts for like my mortgage or is it Because that's what I would have to say. Because that's the, the only yeah. way that that, that because that it provides yeah because it when it equal. says travel and lodging, I think of lodging. I think of going on Hotels, vacation. So now yeah. if tra- now if we say travels mm-hmm. only travel vacation or you when you get you can when you get to your location you get there for free. That no, no, I would it. say, I would say that, that, that overall, just what I was thinking of, just like what you were saying, free lodging includes that your, your home and your mortgage or whatever is paid for. And then the tr- free travel is from the deci- time I decide that I want to go and travel. Everything is paid for snacks at the gas yeah. station. That's the only way to make it fair. I think yeah. because if it's only, you know, free gas. hotels or, you know, because even gas, well, gas now is expensive. So that honestly, it might be worth it for that's some people. Right it. But, but, yeah. I, but I mean, it's not, um, I think lodging for five years is the smart choice. I mean, yeah. having my mortgage paid for it, I would assume it also covered my gas bill, my water bill and stuff. That's part of lodging. No, no, you gotta no. pay your bills still. See, I feel like that if you just do everything's free for five years, so, then that's what you would so choose. So then, is the lodging just paying the minimum payment? Is it not working off the? Is it no, not? I mean, do you get to go. not bringing the principal down? Because that's what I mean. Another thing, like mm. that, that's a huge bit part of a mortgage. Like, is if, if it's making the minimum payments and not bringing the principal down, I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're just assuming that everything is normal. Whatever you're paying, whatever now. I'm paying now. So yeah, you're working, just paying. Okay, so working off. It, it, yeah, for five years. My mortgage is getting lowered and the principal's going down and it just does, does what I'm doing now. 100% I'm taking the lodging for five years. And that also means that when I travel, don't have to pay for places when I travel too. Yeah, no, you got to pay for the, this is, so I assume that, the, but I assume that the free because travel. Because that's the only way, that's the only way to make it fair though. Because I mean, free law, obviously you would just, I mean, and you, Oh, yeah. I don't have to pay for the most expensive part of traveling. <laughs> well, I assumed it would be, you know, the free place that I would normally stay at. Like, without, my budget would allow me to normally stay out. That's what I get for free. Yeah, you know, I mean, same I guess, way, same way I mean, with free travel. Then if there's I, if really I go no. on vacation, I get free gas and free airfare. No, see, in the five years, if you pick the five years of free lodging, in my mind, you don't even get to go. You don't even get to go on vacation <laughs> in the five years. You get to stay it's in so your good. <laughs> I mean, hell, no, yeah. I mean, we didn't establish the the you know you can do whatever you want with yeah. your free lodge. You can stay wherever you want, Bob. I, I don't know. I, I free travel. Like I feel like in a year I could probably pump out some some fun, and then you don't even have to pay for anything. You just go to. I'm going to stay in hotels for a year. Or you know, free travel. You just a, a cruise ship is a form of transportation. Oh, buy a cruise ship. <laughs> technically that's both so don't know if it's lodging or travel just you can go either way it's on the fence yeah so <laughs> you can either go on a free cruise for five years or a free cruise for one year so <laughs> that's it that's what we gotta do yeah you're like oh i hate cruises but it's, he's right i mean yeah just buy a cruise ship <laughs> all right let's move into what are you binging um 
March Madness, dude. I've been watching yeah. so much basketball. No matter everything I'm watching, it's basketball usually on the side, whether it's the NIT, the NCAA, women's basketball. I'm watching all of it, betting on a lot of it. Even yeah. when I'm not betting on it, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, March Madness I had is like really my answer, uh, but I had one from last week we didn't get to. Uh, Generation Kill. It's about the uh, like first 40 days of the uh, Iraq uh, invasion uh, based off of a book written by a guy, and it's uh, done by my boy, David Simon. So you know it's really well done. I really, really enjoyed it. It was it's really good. Like the, it's not really as much combat as it is just what David Simon does, like the yeah. monotony of- It's the uh, one about the journalist who goes over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I really mean, good. Uh, Evan, Evan Wright. That's right. Evan yeah. Wright, um, he- goes over there and he's actually embedded with them. Like yeah. he was there for yeah, like I the first watching, I think days. I was in high school. I watched it when it came out. And um and I mean he wrote a book about it and it's based off this book and they, you know, it's awesome. It's really, really, really well done. I've always seen a lot about it. Um I never got around to watching it and I'm just glad I did. I mean for it's sure. my boy David. Nice. All right, let's move into what's snapping your stick. and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. This one confused you a little bit when you first saw it. The jump rule in college basketball. I don't know. And I said, I mean, the possession arrow. I don't call it a freaking jump ball if you're not going to actually make the jump for the ball. I do not understand that. Like you have the first jump ball to start the game. And then apparently it's all based off that going back and forth. I don't so, like that at all. It is uh, it, a it, lot of it announcers. creates a weird dynamic where if you know, you don't get the ball back, then you're, it could literally cause in, it could lead to injury because maybe they try a little bit harder and they try to maybe throw an elbow to get the ball from that tie up. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Um, I mean, the tie up is generally what the announcers will call it. I mean, I like it in college basketball. I think it's more I think it's more of a fair way than the NBA does it because if a big guy gets with a little guy, then the big guy's always gonna win that jump ball. Personally, I think not. it should be like hockey where you go to, you know, one of the sides of the court and you have your centers come in and do a jump ball. It's just not something that happens often enough to where it would be needed. You know, I mean it's uh three, four times a game. It's, I saw one game, it was like eight times. It was a lot. And that okay. that's the main reason why I was in my head. I was like, this is happening a but lot. You know, there's like 30 face-offs a game in hockey, right? I yeah. mean, eight times is like a way high amount for something. It just doesn't happen enough. To, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't hate your hate. It's mainly annoying because it screwed me on a couple bets. All right? Sure, <laughs> sure. See, at least I'm real with it on mine. I'm real with it. You're not. Now, now after it's bugging I, me. After I've probed you. Uh, mine is garbage time covers when they go against me. Okay. So like, I'm just going to be straight up with it. My hatred for garbage time covers is purely based on if it helps me or it doesn't. And, and mostly because there's no rhyme or reason to when a team will just stop fouling or continue to foul. I've seen them foul with down 15 and continue to foul. I've seen them down four and not foul. You know, it's just so stupid. It helped me a lot. Notre Notre Dame was down, I think six with a couple of seconds left. They didn't foul. Yeah, and I so, and I had Notre Dame to cover the spread, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna foul, they're gonna foul, they're gonna let them score." They're, they're, it's the eight and a half's not gonna hit day nope. one. Um, you know, the, some last garbage time foul or just letting some score. Like that's why Gonzaga didn't cover for me day one. Um, Personally, and I understand they do this because of injury and stuff, and you know, um, I don't like that 
when it comes down to garbage time that the player doesn't actually have to foul them. They more just more. I literally saw a bunch of like, or it's more just a tap or just like they motion the to atten- it. the attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I literally saw one where they didn't they didn't want to foul at all. They, they and apparently the, the coach after the games told when uh, said he went up and told the ref when you are not intentionally fouling. They called an intentional foul like right afterwards and it screwed them like they were like no we didn't like there was still time on like we didn't want to do that and because you know they don't wait for the kid to actually intentionally or foul they call it too early it seems very i don't know It, it, it doesn't seem right to me but all right guys uh we will see you next week i hope all your brackets do wellness you are someone other than me uh then no <laughs> uh, so hope all your brackets don't do well uh, um all right guys talk to you later peace Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.